1: Hi everyone, my name is Serena West. I am an army wife of 16 years, mom of two, and the owner of West House, an online boutique and corporate gifting service helping military connected people gift thoughtfully to grow meaningful connections and stronger communities. It is such an honor to be able to talk with you all about gifting today. I think that's such a huge part of uh, what happens during a deployment, how we stay connected. And so my hope is that I am able to provide you with some very practical tips and tricks so that the next time you are out trying to put together a care package, it can take a bit of the stress out of that. Now, having been a military spouse for almost 17 years now, I have dealt with our fair share of deployments and TDYs and trainings And one thing that they all have in common is that during those time frames, it is so easy for you to lose connection, not just as uh, spouses, but also as family members, as the service members are gone and they are missing birthdays, they're missing other milestone events, they're not able to attend t-ball games and gymnastics and all of these things that are happening. So I really would like for you to look at How is it possible for us to use these care packages, gifts, that we're sending in order to create a way for us to better connect with our service members while they're away? And not only to connect with service members, but also to connect with friends and other family, some who may or may not understand what it's like to go through this process, and then some who may be your battle buddies who... Although they've been through deployment before, maybe you're in a different unit now, and so one has a spouse that's away and one has a spouse who's there. So I would really encourage you to sort of think about the care package as exactly what it is in its most simple form. It's not something that's intended to stress you out. Instead, it's something that allows you to express your care and concern for the people in your life who are most important to you. So as we start to talk about that, I think the first thing that I wanna say is that there is absolutely no hierarchy of separation timelines. Sometimes we get kind of bogged down in this idea of saying, well, someone's only gonna be away for a month or I've dealt with a 12 month deployment, so three months is nothing. I think we can all agree that it's disruptive. A separation causes disruption in the family life that none of us would choose to have. And so if there are ways that we can kind of come alongside each other and encourage each other and find ways to help one another connect and stay connected with family, friends, and not to feel that isolation that we can often feel during the the deployments, that's always the better way to go, right? So as we're talking about gifting, um, I want you to think about the fact that there is no perfect gift. I think very early on, I can remember uh, we had, I was pregnant with our first baby and my husband was headed off on his first deployment. Uh, We were newly married and I heard people talk about care packages and I thought, okay, I'm going to grab a stack of flat rate boxes from the post office. I'm going to do all this amazing decorating and I'm going to send the most amazing stuff. And then a couple things happened. Number one, I saw the list of things that we could and couldn't send that changes a few things, right? Um, I found myself sort of looking at stuff to make sure I wasn't sending anything that had pork or anything that would not have made it through the mail system. Um, Could I send the cookies that I was hoping to bake? Could I send Rice Krispie treats? Any of those things that I thought about. Um, And then number two, I thought about, is this really gonna be helpful when it comes time for me to send something that is going to remind my service member of home that's gonna keep the two of us connected. And that tends to put a lot of pressure on something that should really be fun. So I really do encourage you as we kind of go through the next couple of of segments to kind of think about it less as something that is putting you under pressure, making sure that you feel confident in the perfect gift that you send out and you have a Pinterest or Instagram worthy gift and more so thinking about how can you show up for the person you care about the most or the people you care about the most when you can't physically be there. So we're going to sort of talk through a thoughtful approach to care packages and gifts. And then we'll go through how to curate the gift. So what do I think about when I get ready to put a gift together for someone, whether it is um, putting together gifts that I have on the retail site that are kind of geared more towards military spouses, or putting together a gift when someone says to me, hey, I really wanna send something awesome, but I don't quite know how to do that. I'm not a good gift giver. I think by the end of all of this, you should feel confident enough to say, I am a good gift giver, and I am capable of showing the people around me how much I care. So let's talk about a few considerations as we're putting a gift together. One of those considerations is who's getting the gift? Who is that person to you? For most of you here, that person is a significant other, a spouse, so that should be somebody who you know really well. Now, somebody would say, well, what if it's somebody who is always notoriously difficult to shop for? I don't think the care package fits this category, and I'll tell you why in just a second. I want you to take the pressure off. The presentation of the gift is not a reflection of the thoughtfulness put into a gift. Everybody doesn't have Pinterest, Instagram worthy talent when it comes to putting a gift together. And I think we have to kind of eliminate that thought process and move more towards how can I put the most thought and the most care and the most effort into putting this gift together so that that shines through and presentation wise, I'll do the absolute best that I can. Think about a little kid who is on a walk and wanting to give you a flower that they find along the way. I know as a mom of both a girl and a boy, I have gotten perfect flowers that were picked from the middle of the field, and I've also gotten flowers that my son has sort of trampled over (laughs) and brought to me because it still was special to him, and because it was special to him, it was special to me. Somewhere along the way, as we get older, we stop thinking that that's okay. But it is okay. I'm not saying that you should send a trampled box, but what I am saying is that if you took enough thought, care, and concern to get something and to select something to send to someone, feel confident in what you've chosen and how they'll respond to that. Number two, think about how you can elevate their everyday what are some things that your significant other, your spouse, your friend, your family member does every day? Do they have a cup of coffee or tea in the morning? Do they journal? Do they like to light a candle when they're going throughout the day or when they get to the end of the day and they want to relax? And then as we move forward, we'll look at some of those things and say, Maybe there are a few things that these people wouldn't buy for themselves that you could buy for them that would be a really special gift and something that would keep you in their mind every time they pick up that coffee cup or every time they receive a gift. The next thing that I would also say is that thoughtful gifting is about people. It's not about the stuff that you're getting. It's about what is the connection that you have with somebody how can you show them in a meaningful way that they're important to you and that what's important to them is also important to you i'd like for you to think about when you're at home and you're in your regular environment if you have kids or you don't let's say you go on a date night or you have a family movie night when your service member is away those are things that they're going to miss there are moments that they're not going to be able to be a part of, but you may still be doing some of those things when you're at home. So how can you say, if I were to translate this movie night or a date night in a box that we may have to do over FaceTime, may have to do even just by swapping pictures if communication isn't great, but how can I send that so that they can still feel like a part of what's happening back at home and you can still feel like, you're connected to them when they are away and most of the time they can't share a whole lot about what's happening around them so as we move forward the next segment we're going to talk about curating some of these items and curating really is just a fancy way of saying strolling through the aisles of target or tj maxx or strolling or scrolling through pages on amazon looking for things that would best suit the person who matters the most to you I look forward to talking to you about curating in the next segment. Thanks, y'all.
0: Thanks for joining us. We hope that this playback from the 2021 Pillar Retreat inspires and encourages you as you count down to homecoming. We hope you'll join us again for this year's digital retreat for deployment countdowns by getting your free ticket at www.pillardeploymentretreat.com.